Welcome to a much-delayed episode of Cover Me, the only podcast that's asking the questions, what do the covers of famous songs sound like, and which one's the best, and why don't we take a look? That's not a question, that last one. My name's Jay Cressy, I'm the host of this show, here as always with my co-host... Alex Mildenberger. Who's an engineer, so that's... Kind of, not totally. You have the ring. I have a ring. Also in the quote-unquote studio with us today is special guest Stephen Reynolds. Hi, that's me. I'm unemployed now. He's unemployed now, like is like me. So it's two unemployed <laughs> guys and an engineer I'm should really be the name of this. Right yeah, now. but you're at least an engineer. I just have an arts so degree. <laughs> and Steven has a GED that's like selective. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a high school diploma, but also like a GED. How does that work? What does it qualify as? I barely even know I what a GED is. Same thing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I thought that because it's a GED. I think when you get it afterwards, otherwise it's just a high school diploma. Yeah, right? GED is just the test, which okay. is. Worth the same as a high school diploma, right? Maybe it's different in Canada, which is where we're talking from. And technically, you have a high school diploma. Yes, uh, not technically, but actually, <laughs> <laughs> me graduating was almost a technicality. I, I mean, Alex also took high school courses after high school, so look at him now. He's an engineer. Anyway, we're here to talk not about our educations, but uh, the hit 1965 song. Well, actually, it wasn't a hit in 1965. The song "Wild Thing." Written by Chip Taylor, who also wrote Angel of the Morning, the Shaggy song. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he wrote a version of this song that was released in 1965 by The Wild Ones. And let me tell you... Which was, was he in The Wild Ones? I don't... It's I unclear. I don't up. think so, though. I think he just, like... I screwed up. I didn't look up this pitched it to him. They Actually, they asked him to write it, is what I believe so happened. He's just the writer. Let me see you. Because they were the house band at the New York City nightclub, Arthur. Oh, this podcast is also just where we read off Wikipedia for you. <laughs> oh, and set up by socialite Sybil Christopher, who had married the band's former lead singer, oh, Jordan yes, Christopher. Of course. Uh, da, 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 da. They asked him to write a song to release as a single. Okay, so he was a different, he was unaffiliated. Yeah. So, Wild Thing by the Wild Ones. Now, who here remembers the Wild Ones version of Wild Thing? I mean, we, we just listened to it, so I, yeah. I vaguely remember. You vaguely recall it? So he's got that really nasally voice yeah. in this one, which I didn't like. And uh, this was, this first version was before they had any, any of the little, little, I swear to God, it's a recorder. <laughs> it's probably a recorder at some point. It's, it's referred to as an Ocarina. Whatever was on Ocarina game, as well. like, their kids were using at school. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that was one of their kids? <laughs> They're like, come like, on, Bobby. Drugs. Come play a song, Bobby, for the drugs. <laughs> Said kids See, yeah, the Wild Ones has harmonica, baby, which I think is way better than that recorder bullshit. Yes, it starts with harmonica. I remember like yeah, that. and it has like harmonica solo instead of the recorder, which is it's very good. And the solos, the solos will come up. Oh yeah, many times in the future. Yeah, I think this is this is on the higher grade of solos. No music video with this one though. Which um, I think is understandable. Yeah. Sixty six, so sixty five. Come on, man. Sixty six was the drugs. Oh. Reading off my notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading your notes because I didn't make any. Oh, also, this song was rated number 257 on Rolling Stone's Greatest Songs of All Time. It's, I mean, it's clearly been been recorded a lot. A lot of people like it. I think it's a pretty solid song. I mean, yeah, it's, not, it's uh, very simple, but I mean, not, it was also made in 1965. Like, and out of 300 songs probably, in existence. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. If someone asked me to list 300 songs, I'd probably that would probably come up at some point. <laughs> I want to know what their top song is actually. So yeah, while I'm looking this up, yeah, do, do either you have a personal relation with personal this song? Do you? Song? 
Might, like it, listen to it? I mean, I, I've, you know, I've known it long enough. I, I remember, we'll get into the Jimi Hendrix version oh later my God, on. Can I just get to the song one? I remember going to the, what is it, EM, EMP Museum in, in Seattle. Oh, in Seattle. And they had a whole thing on Jimi Hendrix, and they mentioned his performance of this song. So it's That's specifically it's the thing. Monterey one, right? Yeah, he's... I think there's a few live recordings, but that's the that's, that's the, the big, big one. one. That yeah, it's talked about. But we'll, we'll cover it. Yeah, we fucking will. Almost um, the name of the podcast. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> way to go. Um, all right, all right I tried so, to find so, this. I give up. This is too big a webpage. Too big. To I don't need to know it. Who cares? This is number two hundred fifty-seven. The Rolling Stone is irrelevant anyway. Stephen, did you, you ever listen to this song as a kid? Was this your dad's favorite song? Nope. Uh, my only relationship with this song is a sexual one. When I would go on to YouTube and try to find the Wild Things, the movie, to jerk off to Denise Richards, <laughs> but the song would just come up. I need to. I haven't seen the Wild Things. Can you explain the movie to me? Um, they fake a rape. Okay. Wow. By your teacher. I don't know this movie. To get a bunch of money from the and girl's mom. To be clear, no, not where the wild things <laughs> are. God damn it! Also, to, movie I'm jerked to, off to. To be, to be clear though, <laughs> is the faked rape the thing you jerked off to? No, because there. Oh no. There's there's no like okay, fake rape scene. Okay, yeah. Hang on. Let's see the wild. Not a monster. Thanks. Uh, I just sometimes just I like to cross to the monsters from where the wild things are. Yeah. yeah. Wild things to research. Okay, boom. That sounds right. Gotta oh, it's, and it's on Pornhub, so it's spicy. It's a spicy meatball. So that's your and th- that's the song that plays? No. In oh, no just, way. Just it's the, the song related. <laughs> right. So just because it's called Wild Things. Yep. And okay. by far uh, on the top 300 sex scenes, I would put this as like Oh yeah. Number two fifty six. An opening credits thing first before it gets to the bone down. I don't think it can put a lot of this on YouTube. That I don't know. Matt Dillon. I don't know. Is that is this what you were jerking off to? Yes. Okay. They're 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 all wearing clothes right now. Well, we don't get the really spicy stuff unless we go to the the Pornhub. Oh, hang on. Here we go. I'm really happy I came on this podcast to watch Pornhub because. I think it's important. We're, just, <laughs> we're covering the wild thing as a very like general phrase. <laughs> now, for myself, I think I always thought I'm just guessing. I don't even really know my past life with this song. I forget most of being a child, but I guarantee, you, like ninety percent, probably thought it was written by Prozac. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, with I, song. I, didn't, I didn't know the Prozac version before before this. So, oh, we'll get to that. Are we gonna? Well, let's yeah, let's fucking. Gonna, Hustle on, on through. Because now we're, we're going to move on to the most famous version, I think. 1966, The Trogs. Which is... I rate here CRISPR Instrumentals, which is somehow less wild. What do you think of this? Well, uh... I thought just the... With the Trogs version, I guess it's not... Too far into the history, this is kind of when they started... So to get a little more sexy in this version. They started kind of... I don't know. They, I don't know if they're approaching this song necessarily from a different angle, but they kind of get that, like... Slower, like sexy boys, right? Yeah, I think they definitely fuck up the vocals. It's like wild thing. (laughs) I really get like, oh, I think I love you. It's not quite crooning, but almost close to a croon. Do you have to be? Can white people croon? Um, I am assured, yes. Can I get a quick explanation on what a croon is? Because I'm not sure if this is. I don't fully understand it myself. I'm, it's, I'm pretty sure it's not. 
Is it like crumping? It's yes, very much like crumping. It's to hum or sing a soft, low voice, especially in a sentimental matter. And white people have no sentiment, so <laughs> you're wrong, Alex. Oh, okay. Well, so much for that. Thanks for playing. I tried. Yeah, this one's basically like I said it before when we were talking about this, but like the song itself is like the water of rock and roll, it and doesn't... that almost has no flavor. And this version in particular has like the peak version of that, like the platonic ideal of Wild Thing, of Wild Thing. is almost flavorless. It's just it pure hasn't, like, rock and like... roll. Even when people change it, it doesn't seem to be that significant. It's pretty simple, like chord progression that you just you can just transplant into different genres pretty easily. Yeah, it I'm seems. actually surprised more people don't play this instead of Smoke on the Water. Just because it's because it's almost easier, I think. Easier. I think um, there's less notes involved. I think it's just like three chords. You go yeah. kind of back and forth between them. Uh, I mean, not counting. I mean, just in the you know. Main there, yeah. Kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Well, of course, there's a lot of solos. Now, this doesn't. Does this version have a big solo? Yeah, it's the recorder solo. It sucks hard. It or, sounds or like or those videos where they play the sort. bad flute or recorder. <laughs> the classic whatever. Yeah, there's the, the, somebody does the Titanic one. Uh, <laughs> my heart will go on. <laughs> uh, there's the Jurassic. <laughs> I think that might be on a, uh, oh, what are they called? Melodica or something like that? Oh, okay. I, I yeah, what, like oh, the, yeah, the pianos you, you blow into? Yeah, there's ones that, like, you get a hose, so, like, you can put it down. And just, right. No one can see me, but I'm, I'm pretending to play one of those melodicas. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was a real melodica until I looked over. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, it's, so that's kind of the solo, and we will... We will experience more solos. Yeah, more, and they're pretty, for the most part, they're pretty middling, I think, in solo terms. It's just like, I mean, this we, is a solo. We didn't cover the, uh, if we want to, I mean, that's, is that all we have to say about the... I think, yeah. The trogs. I think I'm good on the trogs. The sort of classic Don't feel like we gotta version. go yeah. rigid. We can go back, we can go forth. Well, the Jimi Hendrix version, obviously, there's like a longer seven-ish minute version. version. Yeah, uh, and like, that's the one from... From the concert of Legend, which one that is? I, I probably have it here. I know there's like a Monterey one. The long one was. Let me see here. Monterey version. And he lit his guitar yeah, on fire <laughs> immediately after that. I'm led to believe he lit his guitar on fire immediately after that, and it's a. Uh, you know, legendary do, event. Do you think that was because he was like, "That's really that's good. all rock and roll can ever hope to be," and he's like. Ready to get out Checked of the business? Out. <laughs> um, I don't know because I don't remember what he did. After. Uh, and th then afterwards, people were like, play that one again. <laughs> play Wild Thing. He's like, fuck! Maybe he just didn't want to do an encore. Bring his guitar. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> move, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, ready I to go home. Would like, I'm fucking high. I gotta go home. I mean, in fairness, the recording sounded like he was on acid and had been playing guitar for the past seven hours straight. I'm pretty sure it's just his. <laughs> <laughs> his little style was like, sounds like I've been on acid. <laughs> I am fucking peaking this audio. <laughs> I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Fix that in post. Fuck yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's distortion heavy, but it main, remains in that vein of like hippie rock distortion more yeah, so than like I a mean, hard it was, rock. It was still the late 60s, so like it wasn't 70s hard rock. Yeah. But like it was still also still Jimi Hendrix. So. Yeah, I mean, essentially, if you want to know what the Jimi Hendrix version sounds like, 
Sounds like Jimi Hendrix playing the song. We're pretty much, that's pretty wild much thing. every single version. Yeah, we could break this, we could <laughs> do this podcast oh, in yeah. two minutes. It's, like, it's here's another version. You know that person? Sounds like this. It's Cheap Trick. Well, actually, I say that, but the next one I've got to line up in the notes here is not exactly easy to the explain. Next one is a little, the next one's a little different. Um, the next one is, is the from 1967. Of several comedy versions. Of yeah, there are several song. comedy versions of this song. None. Well, actually, we laughed at these ones. These ones were funny because in a strange way. Okay. Well, the first one is is uh, some guy who Bill 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 Minkin, Minkin singing it as who's a comedian Senator Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, so he's, so he's doing the voice of Bobby uh, Kennedy. You, you make my heart sing. Now I can't even really do that voice. So I, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, wild thing. It's similar enough you to make my, uh, JFK voice. Uh, it's uh, pretty accurate, actually. That, that I can, you know, I can, I can, you make I get it. I get the joke. Everything. It's kind of a funny Groovy. thing to do. Yeah, I, it's, I'm just wondering, is there still a market for is this? Is there still Should a market we for, doing... for, I don't know, like like um, uh, Jimmy Fallon, it was not too long ago, he released an album of like songs done by other, like him doing an impression of one person doing, doing another song. What, were they political figures, though? I don't Because I feel I like this know. is a... It wasn't, it was like other singers. A two-side political like, slam track. In which both sides are a senator for some reason. Yes, and the other side, the uh, the B side of, is, of this uh, version. What was it, Everett is... McKinnon? Senator Everett McKinnon. Yeah, McKinley. Another like senator from, uh, from the time, I assume, that I, I don't get this one. But I, 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 from what I got from the... Because the, on both these tracks, it has the... What do you call the guy in, in the studio room? There's the guy that's like giving out, giving yeah, advice giving, giving directions. He's like, "Can we get a little more energy on yeah, that one? Like we got to connect to the children for '68 for yeah, the vote." So, so I guess <laughs> these guys were competing against each other in the election. So Jimmy Fallon really didn't do that. So that's you know, that's yeah, a pretty big missed opportunity. Yeah, to get the the, the record exec in on the track. I think. So I dare to say, I think these albums transcend just comedy throughout time yeah it's just like, perfect it's yeah it's a perfect art piece the, the <laughs> senator bobby candy wild thing track so so it's an it's acoustic also, guitar acoustic. on this one yeah move over weird al yelkovic <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking bill minkin here with his political impersonation <laughs> like they're, they're, everything's so disconnected in this and and uh yeah he's uh there's a recorder solo in this or it might actually be an ocarina it sounds. It has. It sounds a little more airy. Because I mean, somebody I'm says sure the line are... "Teddy on the ocarina." I wrote that. You did say that. Yes, that's why. That that's one's in quotation. Okay, so. Teddy on the ocarina. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. It's still and shit. I don't know why it's in that. Or it might actually be worse than the Trog solo. It's very close. I don't know if that's part of the joke or not. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they think it shit, so they're throwing in their own shit version. Yeah, it's clearly Bill Minkin was on his own shit, just being like, here's a good comedy joke. What if politicians sing wild thing? Yeah, that shit's called cocaine. <laughs> and all these first versions happened in like the late 60s. Yeah, so, so we're at the year 67 right now. This making fun of Bobby Kennedy pre-assassination. Pre-assassination, so it's not tacky. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. But now this... the. There were, I think, other covers, because there were quite a few covers. I really think there would be fewer covers of this song, especially on the rock and roll side. Like, mm-hmm. or, like the hard rock side. Well, because there's like, punk rock yeah. stuff, if Jimi Hendrix had not done it. I think that's probably a huge reason why, why, it, got, why it got redone so many times. Right. But it's also weird, because that's not really the version that we remember. Remember, yeah. Probably because it was mm-hmm. mostly live. 
thing. Uh, yeah, most but... of the covers for this are live. Because I guess you run out of shit, <laughs> and you're like, oh, we're doing better than expected. And, and also, I don't remember what version it was, uh, where they said, like, oh, this is an old... I don't even know if we're going to talk about that version. Yeah, I don't they're know. like, this is an old standard. And I think it was just a different live version, maybe. Yeah, it was probably, yeah, either Jimi Hendrix so, or hit Australian mm-hmm. band Cold Chisel. <laughs> so that was... So I think that's part of it too, where you think of it as a standard, where it's like you got the, you know, you know the chord changes and the progression or whatever, and then you just kind of throw your solos in and ad lib or whatever. So it's like that kind of situation. Right. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. We said this like a blues blues rock piece that you just kind of solo over. Or <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. A, similar to a jazz standard. So uh, moving on, we come up to, to the eighties. The eighties, I believe. I, I, mean, I think Sam, yeah, Sam Kennison has to be the eighties because fucking what's his face oh, yeah. is in it? Billy Idol. Everyone, everyone from the eighties is, is in it. it we'll we'll talk about that, but let's talk remotely just quickly about X because I don't think it adds a whole lot except having a female singer. But this is not a band that I'm familiar with. Familiar with at all? Yeah. And so they're Los Angeles punk band, allegedly. Los Angeles punk band X. I mean, after listening to this version, I would check them out. Oh yeah. They seem, right. they seem like a fine 80s punk band. Yeah, it's good, you know, 80s punk band singer. And um, and I, I thought the instrumentals, though, were somehow like more tame than Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Jimi yeah. Hendrix's version is known for being somewhat wild. wild. It's it should all be wild, right? They should all be wild. Even if you're going buck wild by using a recorder or ocarina to, <laughs> to really express your, your inner animal. <laughs> Yeah, not a ba- honestly might be one of my favorites, despite how little I have to say about it. It was, I think, it was, more enjoyable just in a sea of nothing but dudes being like, wow, bang. It was the Reese's Pieces Cup version. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it, exactly. You're like, well, and the Reese's Pieces are in here now, but I don't know if it's necessarily better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just different. I love Reese's Pieces. What are we talking the, about? You know, like, the peanut, you know the peanut butter cups now you can get with the Reese's Pieces inside No, I don't. Them. I don't know those, but we're going to have to look now you know about those but they're not as breathy as the singer in this yeah i said she says breathy breathily she says which maybe just turned me on at the moment i I was listening (laughs) to that one by myself earlier i don't know what to be you can't get turned on in public alex huh i just can't crank one out jesus (laughs) i mean we did just watch porn together (laughs) barely it was in a movie and it was on youtube <laughs> it was all pitch shifted. They sounded like albums and chipmunks boning. <laughs> 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 albums and chipmunks. Doesn't matter. Now this, the Sam, the Sam Kinison, uh, comedian Sam Kinison, comedian Sam Kinison, Kinesian was very interesting. I thought it was a really interesting version. There's so much to take apart. There's, a, in there's this a lot going on here. So, so first of all, the the. the Direction or the, I guess, context. Yeah, let's just, I'll just pull up quickly the lyrics. So, for your yeah. regular version, it goes, Wild thing, you make my heart sing, you make everything groovy. groovy. Wild thing. And that's like, like, that's pretty much it. The other verse is, Wild yeah. thing, I think I love you, but I want to know for sure. So come on, hold me tight. I love you. Here we have Sam Kennison's version, which says, Wild thing, I think you moved me, but I want to know for sure. Every time I kiss you, I taste what other men. Had for lunch. So yeah, this is a comedian. I, I guess it's a joke. I, it's I don't know. I think he's just genuinely mad and was trying because he so goes. Seem, the very, only like, thing that can get you off is to see me in pain. But I think I love you. Yeah, it's very like yeah. Like you make heart my heart break, scream. Like, you I, took everything. And then eventually moves into like everybody knows. Everybody has experienced heartbreak. Sing along with me. Yeah, he we says. All can relate to he this. says, "Quote, okay, where is it? Da, 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 da. Kind of oh, we all got situation. some kind of wild thing that yeah. went." 
ran through our lives and made it hell. Because everyone's had one. You and me, nobody likes to lose. And you know she's out there laughing at you. I don't care if it was last week or third grade. Someone broke your heart. What Talk was her about. name? And he shouts, what was her name? Like, really? Yeah. What, what? Well, it's shouting the whole time through this one. Yeah, I guess, I mean, he's, for, for, probably better, better, like, hard rock slash, slash. Yeah, he, he honestly did a, a very, pretty good vocal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Jen real question is, Alex, what was her name? What was, what was her name? Uh, it, back in third grade, you gotta let it go, man. <laughs> it's, you get like, and he's like, she's laughing at you. It's like she's not doing that. She's not thinking about you, Sam. It's, Sam Shannon hasn't thought about me since we saw Thor two together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, this, this is this a very, very so, and and I think we got to bring up the music. Video. It ha- the music video has. Should we start with the cameos or the opening scene? Let's it's, start with the uh, cameos in the opening scene. Okay, so we open on Sam Kinison, who's wearing a diaper on his head. No, it's like a. A, it's almost a beanie. It's like if a beanie and you know the little French is hat that, had a, a baby. Type? Yeah, like a beanie like and beret. A, like a large beret had a baby, so it's like not like a baby beanie. Right? Yeah, a baby beret. beanie, a beanie baby. Imagine wearing a sack on your head that you could fit Danny DeVito in. That's yeah, roughly the same size. Good choice. I would have said Vern Troyer, and he's dead <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Um, so and and so Rodney Dangerfield is there. Rodney Dangerfield and John Bon Jovi, John bon Jovi are sitting in a bar on a first name basis. Yeah, all on a first name basis. Uh, and and Rodney Dangerfield makes jokes. So Sam Kinison leaves. No, Sam Kinison first says, "We let's go to a real party where there is music and floor dancing." And floor dancing. <laughs> Does he say floor dancing? It's, uh, it's all, roll on the mat dancing that occurs. That's they a also, Wikipedia quote for it, yeah. They claim in the beginning scene that there's enough women that you can try them on like hats. Like hats. Which we'll, we'll obviously Sam only tries on one hat and stops. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they're DeVito sized women, then he can fit them in that hat. So he gets up and leaves. Gets up and leaves John and Bon Jovi saying he's going to stay, finish his beer. But not before Rodney Dangerfield says that he makes love to a woman and then comes back for firsts. I'll tell you what's that, alright? I mean, after I make love to a girl, I go back for first. A joke that <laughs> didn't hit, or didn't really hit the room. Anywhere, in any room. Uh, I don't know what the 80s were like for comedy. All I'm saying I don't know what sex was like, like in the they 80s. Were, like, all these celebrities had to just be lured in with like a big, just a table of coke. <laughs> and and everybody just got to dip their face in, and I was like, let's do this. And Ronnie was like, gotta bang out that joke I was working on. Ah, fucking ladies, hey. coming back for first, am I right? <laughs> So Rodney Dangerfield then says something to John Bon Jovi. He says, "I'm glad bon you bon decided to stay." And then John Bon Jovi's like, "I'm gonna get the with fuck the out of here." Craziest eyes I've ever seen yeah, anyone what make. Was up with his eyes. And then the party, the real party, starts. starts. And the real party the on the floor is in a back alley with a wrestling mat. A whole bunch of rock stars. Steven Tyler's there. Yeah, um, I got the list. Billy Steven Idol's Tyler, there, Joe Perry there. from Aerosmith. Slash and Steven Adler of Guns N' Roses, Billy Idol, C.C. DeVille of Poison, John Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora of Bon Jovi, Steven Piercy? I don't know who that is. No, I think it was Steve Perry. I believe you... I think Steve nope. Perry was there. That's Am I wrong? Steve Tyler, Joe Perry. Oh, Steve Perry there as well? I thought Steve Perry. I could have read it yeah, yeah, Maybe that is someone else. I don't know. I mean, I just copy and paste this from Wikipedia. So. Okay, well, that must be someone else then. I don't know who Warren Demartini is, though. 
Robin Crosby from oh they're from Rat. Rat. See if you keep reading, it tells you. And Tommy Lee. <laughs> Tommy Lee, not Tommy. The, Lee. And what we've been referring to, which is a big focus of the rest of the video, is the video also featured a raunchy quote roll on the mat dance roll on the mat with dance. Jessica Hahn. Oh, you mean Fight Club? Yeah, the Fuck Club. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the rest of the music video is uh, just kind of celebrities drunkenly dancing drunkenly a little, dancing, um, shouting at. Yeah, yeah, shouting at Ms. the Miss Han. Han and Sam as they just wrestle. Pretty sure Sam dies at one point. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he dies at the pretty end sure of the video. Death is he is blind at one point. He does, and then to be blind. he pretends to be blind, and then grabs what I can only imagine is Slash, and then is healed. Is that that's uh, guy playing guitar? Yeah, well, he's wearing a goofy hat, so I figured, hat? yeah. Okay. And like Billy Idol's there, just excited. I mean, have you ever touched Slash? Yeah. He'll heal you. It's, it's a healing experience. He's got that. Nose ring? Nose ring? No. Yes. Other piercing? Doesn't matter. Sure the, hat, the, Alex, the hat, Alex. The hat. He has the hat. He's a hat. <laughs> what identifying features does Slash have? Slash have. Well, there was somebody to pick him out of a crowd. <laughs> got that Electric Warrior costume on. All right. So that, yeah, that was Yeah, a that's, and this is where we get the crowd. I think we also got it on X where they go, wow, thing. Yeah, they got a crowd So shout. yeah, it's a crowd shout instead of just the the solo. Um, Yeah, so he's a comedian. It wasn't very funny. Maybe someone thought it was funny. I don't know. I, I would like to know. It, it, it doesn't say me. on like it would be like critical reception. <clears throat> this was the, the highlight, crowning moment of Sam Kinison's career. Where he, I mean, you got a bunch of rock stars to probably do coke with. Fucking, so, yeah. And exactly. you gotta wear a double-breasted bathrobe the entire time. So next one that's very similar, also use the, the crowd wild thing shout, is Cheap Tricks version from Cheap 92. Version. And again, as we could probably describe all of these, it sounds like Wild Thing, except Cheap Trick is performing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, but this one was specifically made for Encino, man. A movie that I have not seen, but for sure features Brendan Fraser. So that's Yeah, cool. he's a, a caveman. It's, I think it's a bad film. Um, it's got Pauly Shore in it. It's a terrible film. But a goofy movie has Pauly Shore in it. It's one of the greatest films of our time. This is true. And, and it's so, also on the Garfield like, soundtrack from 2004. The movie which when, also features hits like 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Uh, let's see. By James Brown. I Got You, I Feel Good, of course, by James Brown. Um, the Kibley Cat theme, which was specifically made for the movie, and you can get that on the CD soundtrack, written by Andrew Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Hey Mama, written by Will I Am. You mean Will Adams? Of course. And what else do we got? Is there two versions Wait, of all what? the? They have a different song called. Okay. okay, New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Do, well, I for sure saw this movie because Billy Joel has his hands in every animated mm-hmm. cat movie, classically being in Oliver and uh... Company. <laughs> Totally. Do you, you not know that Billy Joel's in that? I don't think I've seen Oliver and Company. Oh man, Alex, what are you Have doing I? with your life? Have you seen Oliver and Company, Stephen? It's yeah, it's the fucking cat, and he Sorry, gets. I've got the Aristocats second. No, you're here. thinking, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna need uh, some visuals so, like, for this. This little, this little shit-eating cat. Yeah, oh I, yeah, I've a hundred percent seen think, this. Where's the like? Yeah, I think that's Billy Joel. I'm pretty sure he plays the uh, Hispanic Chihuahua. I thought you were gonna say that was Polly Shore. Billy Joel. I don't know. Let's look at the casting here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I've a hundred percent seen this movie, but like it made it also well. features uh, Cheech Marin as. Oh, he's of course Cheech Marin's the Chihuahua. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, uh, is Billy Joel actually a cat? 
I used to watch this movie a lot. <laughs> with a mix of Terry Charismatic He claims to have considerable street savoir faire. He's the leader of Fagin's game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Do you think it's for Jim? <laughs> um, I can't really comment. <laughs> Okay. Pretty sure that's a hate group. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, so uh, to get back on point, Oliver and Friends not featuring any versions of Wild Thing. But sure. yeah, but Garfield did, and so did Encino Man, and it was Cheap Tricks version. And, and yeah, it's it's not it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. These are all fine. I mean, I think the big the big draw of this song is to play it live and like have a fun time. Yeah. And, uh, should we, like, should we yeah, just fucking switch to talking about the cold chisel version, should, which we watched I, for... That's what I was trying to segue. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry, the master here. <laughs> Segwaiting from, segwaying from Fight Club, or, sorry, from Fuck Club to Fight Club. Fuck Club Hell to yeah. Fight Club. So, Cold Chisel, who, I guess, performs this song live. In Australia. In Australia, and possibly other places. Um, I'd, I'd never heard of the band before. I don't think anyone else. Google here. thought it was very necessary to tell me, though, that they did it. I think a cold chisel is also um, a type of tool in this event. I mean, you gotta get the name from somewhere, right? That, yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. So, but yeah, in this version, it's a lot of, perform it live. A lot of solo. Because like, it's nine minutes. And I think, personally, you know, the song Wild Thing is that its best when it's like <clears throat> two and a half? It doesn't yeah. have about two and a half minutes yeah. of wild thing. Agreed. It does not like. There's not a. Ton the, of the fact of the matter is, is I can't go much longer than that. It doesn't. When I'm wild and out. Really <laughs> progress all that much, like it's not telling a big story. Or no, I mean certainly to, the lead singer progressed from the stage to the audience, then yes. back again. He went into the audience and looked like he was starting a fight. Well, he was not starting a fight. I think he was just hugging people. Yeah, I think people were into it. Uh, oh, he was pushing some people, though. Oh, like, yeah. He, he was aggressive. He knocked the guitar player over. That's right. He knocked the guitar player they, to the ground. They had a little duet. Consummate professional guitar. kept playing guitar yeah. the whole time. And they both sang the same microphone That's right. while sitting on the floor, which is impressive enough. Yeah. And, uh... That was that was cold chisel, which now I'm starting to think of cold stone instead of cold chisel, like the creamery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever get to go to cold stone? Or like uh, cold. They, they charge you like ten bucks to mash up like two smarties into it, and you're like, "Fuck, all right." Did you ever start a fight at cold stone? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been there. I think that's cold stone. Cold stone. Or am I thinking of marble slab? I think I feel like they both. I think use a lot. Stone. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know, Coldstone was the one that had a partnership with Except Tim Hortons. Yeah, there was a lot of Coldstones inside Tim Hortons. That's fucking really? weird. Yeah. I don't think I've ever Where? seen that. Where? The only one I remember was uh, by Carly's house in, like, Deep South. Oh, yeah, where it's, it's basically... Calgary, everybody! <laughs> South Calgary! <laughs> it's Texas! Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much people know about you in this podcast yet. Yeah, but we're literally, this would be the premiere episode, because I don't think is, we'll release the last one. It was... Unless we start a Patreon and make it a bonus. Uh, hey, a make a boner. Hear that, hear that wink, everyone? There's nobody there. Yeah. So, got, let's, I'm sick of talking about Cold Chisel and Cheap Trick. Can yeah, we talk about the Prozac say, music well, video? Well, <laughs> just sum up, the 80s one sounded like... 80s the eighties, the seventies like, one sounded like I don't 70s, know whether any seventies ones. But uh, one uh, thing we did we say about the 70s. cold chisel one just uh, was that like I think we all thought it was like the singing was better. Yeah, I like think he put a lot of the effort best into that eighties singing of the lot. I feel like it would be fun to see live. Yeah, yeah. this song more than anything. Well, especially if he comes into the audience to fight you. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I'm fucking down. Indie bands hug you. Yeah. Punk so, bands punch you. And that's, you. Yeah, and that's and uncomfortable course, when you're like, I'm only like a moderate fan. <laughs> like, I know two albums, maybe don't hug me. He's like, give it in, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was our time of broken yeah, yeah. social course, scene. Like, the solos... Are now guitar solos. They're not. They're not flute solos. They're not flute or, solos. Or, or oh yeah, I guess we should whatever. talk about the Chip Taylor one as well. Chip Taylor. Uh, do we want to get to that? Because I mean, there was a more recent live version we saw. Do we want to cover that? Yeah. Um, yeah we'll we'll just talk cover. about it right now. All right. All right. Let's bring it up. Let's talk about it. That, Chip Taylor the last, like, sang the song he wrote. The song he wrote. Uh, it Taylor, was fine. AKA John Boyd's brother. John Boyd's brother. Yeah. Uncle. That's a thing we learned on Wikipedia. And he plays at Roots Festivals. He plays at Roots Festivals. He sounds like an old that. guy playing. He sounds like an old guy playing this song. This song. A little more. Oh. I mean, it's Roots. There was a little like a little more like twang in there. <laughs> That's how memorable that version was. Stephen <laughs> just picked up on which song we were talking about. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the guy who did the um, the comedy once. No. no. I was like, we already talked about that. No. There's a Norwegian guy playing the organ. Right, and that's why it's a Nord. Oh. A Nord. But the guy had the same hat as a comedian. That's right. The fucking bassist or somebody had the same weird Danny DeVito sack. The Danny DeVito sack. Danny DeVito sack. And he, yeah, people in the audience seemed to be having a decent time. A little creepy. It wasn't as rowdy as some of the rock and roll versions. Even though some people try. Oh, yeah. You could see people. One person stood up, started clapping. They gave him a standing ovation at the end. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Wow. Was that just the end of the show, though? Because maybe they were just getting up to leave, too. <laughs> trying to beat everybody else to parking. Yeah, like, nah, fuck. I, <laughs> They're I trying to clap on. And now I gotta stop and clap. It's dead people or old people on me. So let's talk about Prozac. Let's, let, about let's, Prozac. let's wrap these songs with the Prozac talk. Prozac, this is probably the most different version. Yeah, I guess, because it's technically, what is it? Wild Things slash Poor Boy Brackets Medley. But also, the official like, title. I mean, no one's playing a guitar. Yeah. Really? Really. I think it's just memory, electronic. It's heavily altered, but I don't yeah. think so. And then they go, ah, ah. So that's what they add is like a sort of video killed the radio star backup and, at those uh, points. Fun, fun music video. Yes. Uh, and of course, it's, it's Prozac, so everything's animated. They're, and and related to love. Sort of they're VR playing that game. new electronic video game that their computer built for them. Okay? They chase April O'Neil. Which they call a cyber workout. <laughs> they do call it a cyber workout. They chase April O'Neil into a room where a deal is going on. With a, I want to say an Armenian man. <laughs> I'm like completely off base there. I, uh, just a large, hairy dude. It's just. Is it a large man with an opossum? Yeah, with a pet opossum. So the objective of this game is they ride their pink phallic shaped vehicle to the space building where they attempt to get a suitcase i guess arguably it could have also been to try to get a possum that yeah it could be because they do get the possum at the end also trying to get the lady that's the way yeah but and weirdly enough they do yeah although she is identified as bad at some point yeah she, she bad she was doing bad things and then after her boat crashes in the high speed boat chase she just hops on board with the dudes and they like drive away <laughs> Which, I mean, it's probably a good strategy if you want to not get, you know, drown. Or yeah. But she seems to be on board. With uh, yeah, her, her allegiances throughout the video are questionable. and <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm in favor of her or not, to be frank. But yeah, they get thrown in that trap. They get, they get shot out of the building, right? Right, they get shot out and of the building. And then they parachute 
to exactly where the, the bad dudes ran away to. It's a bad place for a shoot. Yeah, it's not but a good But a good shoot. place for a parachute, which is their belts. That's right. <laughs> which is where they get parachutes from. Yeah, because they're wearing just, like, superhero gear, which is, like, I mean, pajamas and a I trench coat. I don't really know what Prozac's deal is all that well. It's love. It's all about love. It they're is a, all about they're love. They're a Canadian battle. Oh, we should probably mention, not that we're going to have American listeners, but they are not known as Prozac in America. Oh, yeah. They're Simon and Milo. Simon and Milo. Oh, that's boring. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, once Prozac. I bought I bought the cassette Saturday Night People, and you know, back in like grade one when you had to write like what you did on the weekend, my <laughs> sister was like, I know you want to write that in, specify it as music and not the drug Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's spelled differently. I know, right? <laughs> they would have marked me for bad spelling, though. <laughs> Actually, use the generic name, please. <laughs> and then my mom would have been like, "So your mother's favorite food is beer, <laughs> and you did Prozac <laughs> over the weekend. You only buy Prozac on the weekend. <laughs> CPS would have showed up at your house in an instant. <laughs> yeah, fun story. Uh, Stephen Reynolds' mom was my uh, like teacher aide in kindergarten, and for a Mother's Day project, we had to like tell her what things are mom like so the two of the standard questions was her favorite tv show and her favorite food <laughs> and yeah i answered the news and beer <laughs> my mother is a teacher no no not at all <laughs> i think her favorite show is the young and the restless oof Ooh. Yeah, my mom's Ooh. was too. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Our moms could have been best friends if you just answered <laughs> that differently. Fuck it up. <laughs> my mom's really into uh, Madam Secretary. It's a, a porn? TV show. <laughs> it's a yeah. Harlequin TV show. <laughs> it's a television program. Is it television or and whatever they call it in Spain? Bill Clinton's reality <laughs> TV show. I believe that's a network, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if that means anything else. And so yeah, this this version the of Prozac. Prozac. Yeah, it's different, more electronic, and uh, and if you if you know Prozac or uh, Simon and Milo, it sounds like if they did the song Wild Thing, but with a brief verse where the the girl sings about him being a poor boy. Right. And then and that's it. Her or something, and she knew that he wanted. Yeah. Her, which is really astute of her. Yeah, pretty pretty observant. Because because he's wearing mirrored no, shades the whole time. They have no prior interaction. It's hard to know like that. Did you notice they were like Google Glass? It had like a recording and shit. Yeah. And yeah, at the end of the video, it turns out a girl was playing the game with them the whole time. Or she showed was up midway. From the, game? You, the supercomputer built a, a, a human woman as a prize Did at the end. She get who then left? She's like, "I'll be late to cocktail party." Yes. <laughs> Just stay at the castle. <laughs> and to be continued, so I don't know what happens next, but I'm sure it's a cocktail party. Yeah. Or something happens on the way to the cocktail party. They probably go to to another country or something. I don't know. Prozac videos are pretty buck wild. And I would recommend digging into that rich mythos <laughs> so, if you haven't. I'm glad I would it... recommend Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Cover me officially endorsing Prozac. If they want to hit us back with a sponsor, <laughs> would love it. Hit me up. Twitter, Jake the Cressy. Hashtag Prozac endorsement. Hashtag Maybe just some free samples. Prozac. <laughs> whatever. Whatever we can get. Don't spell it like the band or we won't know what you're talking about. I'll take about. an endorsement from either, honestly. <laughs> Wait, they're spelled differently? <clears throat> yeah, because Prozac spelled the like the R O Z Z A K, I believe. Yes. And I think they even have like a little umlaut or something over the oh, other one might. these days. 
But Prozac the drug is P-R-O-Z-A-C. Ah. That's Z. What are you American fucking up? <laughs> I have 17 albums of Prozac. <laughs> I don't even listen to them. <laughs> so ultimately, I think I'm just glad there were like some videos for the later ones because there's not a ton to talk about. about. Yeah, because it's like, is the, is the riff from it's Wild like, Things in the song? Yeah. Yes. Is this the sex scene from Wild Things? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so we're on the right track. And she's kind of... It's the song done by different people. And yeah. no one did anything like super interesting. Except for that Snoop Dogg thing. That <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg Wild Thing is, I think, my favorite version. We didn't get a lot of time to talk about it, but I think it's the best. Check it out <laughs> in your own time. Um, Honestly, though, if, I ha- if you had to pick for one of these as the, the best version... Of wild thing what's your what's your go-to i mean given that so much of it relies on just or it seems to be like a live thing more than anything in terms of recording prozac is the first group that did anything interesting other aside from the original i think but like in terms of live uh, i'll throw it in with Jimi hendrix just because it's well it's well remembered enough to be to have like a section in a museum dedicated show, to it. But you think, let's pretend he didn't set his guitar on fire and instead just, I don't know, mumbled whatever acid-filled thoughts big, were on his mind into a, a microphone. Time. And it's hard to say now with not being, not having that context there, but like, I'm pretty sure it was, well, you know, People thought it was you, a cool you think, thing. You think cool it has merits on its own besides the or, burning guitar. Or at guitar. least it did in context. I don't, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, it's a fun, yes, Jimi Hendrix version. Yeah, Jimmy it Hendrix sounds like cool, Jimi Hendrix. Cool guy. It's fucking good what he does. But like, I'm not always in a Jimi Hendrix mood. Maybe I'm in a Cheap Trick mood. Maybe I'm in an X mood. Who's, who's not in who's an, X, not mood? an <laughs> X mood? Or maybe I'm in a Garfield the Movie mood. I don't know. Yeah, just, if, if, I'm, if I'm bumping the Garfield the Movie soundtrack, you know I'm playing the Cheap Trick version a couple times before I go to the next track. Before, go to, <laughs> before I, I go to that Dolly Parton song that was on there or whatever else. Songs, the two James Brown songs that... I, I don't know James Steven, Brown. what's the best one? So. Oh, Fuck Club, 100%. Oh, 100% Fuck Sam Kinison version? Yep. Anything Sam I can, Kinison. A, jerk off to, and B, have weird comedic ties to, I'm down with. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't just totally get the comedy in it, but yeah. this is not a place where we dissect It's comedy. tough, because like, usually Prozac's like a hard win for music videos. Just because they put that's they're basically a music video that's a band. The first one that was like a music video. Yeah, but like yeah, the Sam Kinison one is so balls to the wall crazy. <laughs> and like <laughs> arguably, he has a really good voice for a comedian. Yeah, it's surprising <laughs> how well he does. Yeah. So I I didn't expect the guy him to be the guy singing because when yeah. I first went into it, I didn't realize I didn't know it was a comedian. I didn't know there's supposed to be comedy involved. And I was I like, know. this guy's just bitching about like his relationship. And he's just really complaining about tasting other lunch and like I don't know, man. <laughs> Sometimes he's just don't does taste he specifically Ruben make out with women around like one p.m. Or... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got a thing, I guess. Yeah, he's just like I'm off at noon. He's too busy at his parties. Maybe the real party is at lunch. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, he's presumably his daytime schedule is just getting drunk with Rodney Dangerfield and John Bon Jovi. <laughs> We have to assume. Yeah. I think we can that's the that only information we have. That's all we can talk with. On that note, he did actually alter the lyrics, which is more than can be said for most of the True. bands. True, he added quite a few extra lines. Yeah, he based, it's almost an entirely different song. His solo 
that he added is his extra lines. That is not really a solo. Yeah, that's right. He just did that. It's his addition. Everyone's got a small... Like a a beat poet, he just was really emotional. Really shouting about names. He wanted names. So yeah, you're in for the Sam Kinison version. Yeah, Um, I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know. I was fucking into... Like, for live ones, I'm kind of more into Cold Chisel. Cold Chisel looked like a fun... It looked like a fun romp through the Wild Thing woods. Yep. Just play Wild Thing for, like... Nine minutes and... And if we're going for rounds. recorded ones, obviously it can't be the Trogs, because that solo's an atrocity. <laughs> um, I don't have a problem with the solo. But beyond that, I think I think I would probably do cheap... No, I'd do X, because you know what? X. It was fun. It was a little different. Well... Very cool video. Yeah, it's a cool video. There's a guy kicking bottles in his high tops or whatever. <laughs> There's Doc Martens. <laughs> that was it. That's as punk as it gets, kicking yeah. over glass bottles. It, it got me amped up. I was like, let's go fucking do that. We got some <laughs> bottles. Let's go to the back. <laughs> you guys want to get some bottles and go to the back? Well, hang on. I was actually going to introduce another segment. What? That's right. I come up with more than just the main segment, because that's what real podcasts do. Whoa. So this is a segment I've titled Soundtrack to My Life, which is where we discuss songs we want to play during specific portions of our life. I've got a very basic one that should be easy to answer for all of us. So we all probably do it. What's the best alarm song? Oh, like, alarm like for waking up. Alarm. Yeah. Mm. This is a tough one for me because on the one hand you want a song that's like not too soft. It's not going to put you back to sleep, right? But mm-hmm. you also want a song that you don't necessarily like all that much because if you like it too much, you're just going to sit there and listen to it. So um, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. I've used Good Morning by the Beatles. That's what I'm currently using, before. actually, because I don't really like um, that song, and it's, it's, it's thematically it's appropriate. Song. Um, uh, I think... And that song goes off track immediately. Yeah. It's like, how's your boy been? <laughs> you're like, what the Hard. fuck does this have to do with the morning? <laughs> Other Good Morning songs? Kanye West, Good Morning? Good Morning? That's oh, good we, we can't mention him here anymore. Oh, yeah, he, he's... Have you seen yeah. him on Twitter? He's off the fucking wall. He's always off the wall. Yeah, but he's like... Mm, or he's more like on the wall, because he's on Trump shit. Yeah, but I don't know, and Like, man. thumbs they're, up to they're that. They're a couple Dragon Brothers. So, no, but Yeah, I they have both have... Seen. Was it Dragon Power or Dragon Blood? <sighs> I have no idea. I can't all, remember the exact quote. All I know is he referred to them as Dragon Brothers. That's right. And then Donald Trump, like, retweeted and was like, Thanks, Kanye, freaking cool. But... <laughs> The song that woke me up faster than any other song, because my my alarm plays the radio. Right. Because, you know, I, I, I've been using it as an alarm since I had a clock radio, and now it technically still is a clock radio, but I can play it. Whatever. Because still live in the but 90s. anyway, the song that got me up faster than any other song was Wake Me Up When September Ends by Green Day, because I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I immediately got out of the room. That's fair. So that's, that's my a, alarm. So you, I should pick something I super hate. Also, wake me up. So there you go. It's thematic. There you go. Nailed it. Steven, what do you got for alarms? Uh, are we picking out on the list that we... Just no, picked? just you're in your real everyday life. Oh, I don't like using music as a wake-up. Um, fair enough. What do like, you use then? I, or, sorry, I shouldn't say... I don't like using songs, because mm-hmm. oh. then I'll hear the song and want to punch someone out. Right. It doesn't matter how much I hate the song. It'll just make me hate it more, because which is not healthy. Okay. I like soft melodic tones to wake me up in the morning yeah so if we were to pick one from the list yeah exactly i would use like prozac because you just kind of wake up to it because you wake up to he's like let's play that electronic video game you've built for us is this supposed to be a version of this 
No, 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 no. Okay. It's a uh, separate segment. Sure so it's, following the segment no, you got it. You, I would have, I would have jumped in. Okay. Yeah, right. I've used. So I've used Good Morning. I've used. Uh, I try to go for shocking me awake. So like something aggressive. So I used to do the start to run the jewels too. Which is now my phone noise, and now when I hear the start of Run the Jewels 2, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna call. Or he goes, I'm gonna bang this bitch the fuck out. And I'm like, ugh, ugh. And I also use No Not Now by uh, Frank Zappa, which is just like high pitched screaming of, okay. No Not Now! I don't know that, Frank Zappa. That's right. on uh, Ship Burning. No, Ship Arriving Too Late to Save a Drowning Witch. And alternatively, I would use. Um, Jamie's one and only favorite song, Evanescence. Evanescence. <laughs> Wake me up inside. Wake me up. That's a good one. I'm going to actually download that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to start my mornings with killing myself. Hell yeah. Alright, so this has been a successful episode to cover me. Or at least an Coming episode. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to get a like a question bag segment going up. And also, if you guys want to cover the song we've talked about this episode and send it our way, we might play it on a future episode. We don't have a format nailed down yet. No, but that's what makes this so exciting. So uh, tweet me at Jake the Cressy, Cressy spelled C-R-E-S-S-Y, and yeah, tweet me, DM me, hashtag cover me, and fucking, I'll take a look, we'll answer your questions, we'll play your covers, we'll talk to you, because we're not busy. Um, Alex, do you have anything to plug? You're not doing anything. No, just my professional career. Hire me. Hire Alex. He's good at engineering. Engineering firms? Steven, anything to... I would like to plug Entrepreneur Summer, because we're going to bang this bitch out. Okay, <laughs> Steven wants to plug so, the idea of Steven trying to start to a business this summer. Plug an inside <laughs> joke without any context. So, you damn skippy. Also, yeah, if you guys do start a business this summer, talk to me. Hashtag Entrepreneur Summer. <laughs> Let's get it trending. All I mean, right. This is a good start. We'll talk to you next time on Cover Me.